0: but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. My name is Dave Hodges, and I am the host of The Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And I want to tell you about an initiative that we're starting here we're looking for volunteers and you can contact us through any number of sources but we are looking to throw out most of the gop incumbents because they're just not doing their job Um, they have more than enough to start impeachment proceedings they could be defunding federal agencies that are violating the law such as the attorney general dhs on the border Um, they could do this right now but they refuse to why? Because they're complicit. They're uniparty members. They're traitors to this country, just like the Democrats. And we need to show them the door. And the way that we get rid of them is we kick them out during the primary elections. We couldn't do any worse, now could we? You know, we've been thinking about names to, to do this. And there's a number of people that are going to join us. Um, I <laughs> Let's just put it this way. I talked to Doug Hagman about this today. We are going to move on this, and uh, we need volunteers to come forward, get a website. Maybe we call it tossthemall.com. I, yeah, I'm not sure what we call it, but but what we need to do is organize and create a list of incumbents not to vote for, and incumbents we can vote for. And the second list will be very, very short. There's not 12 people in Congress. There's not that are worthy of being returned to their seats. I'll mention a couple. Comer, yes, Marjorie Taylor Greene, yes. Holly yes. Not very many. Not very many. They need to go. And they need to go now. So, and the threat of getting rid of the incumbents might make them do the right thing. Do we have enough evidence to impeach Joe Biden? Listen, I know it's not going to go through in the Senate, but it would wake up most of the country if they could see the impeachment proceedings. Am I right or am I wrong? So we need some help on this. We are brought to you by Noble Gold. I absolutely love Noble Gold. Why? Because they're the best that there is at saving your nest egg and preserving your bank account. There's a chance, if you don't listen to me here, you could have a 1929 in your life where you lose everything that's in the bank. The Dodd-Frank law of 2010 says that when you put your money or retirement in the bank let them control it. You're an unsecured creditor, and they can do anything they want to you. Did you hear what I just said? When they start to fail, they will capitalize on taking your assets to soften their blow. Don't give them that opportunity. What I need for you to do is to allow me to send you a free information packet to talk to you about what Noble Gold can do. Noble Gold will extricate your funds from the bank you leave operating capital in your retirement will be free and clear you control it and they'll back it with gold and gold held its value for six thousand years now i must give you a disclaimer here the federal government wants me to tell you that all investments are risky and there are no guarantees we agree with that warning i'll just say this in response I have been an advertiser for Noble Gold for six years and a customer, yes, a customer, for five. Noble Gold is the best at what they do. You can call them directly if you'd like, 877-646-5347, 877-646-5347, or... You can go to Dave Hodges Gold. That's DaveHodgesGold.com and I'll send you out a free information packet. No one's going to bug you, no obligation, but you don't have long because once CBDC is firmly in place, it's game over. We have a great show for you today. We have my old friend Bob Griswold on, and Doug will be joining us in just a minute. And of course, this is the Doug and Dave Intel Report on the Common Sense Show. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk to Bob about. The bio labs. No, it's not one. There's nine. The mainstream media is lying. There's nine bio labs that we know of. There could be more. But are we going to retaliate? No, no, because Biden is an agent of China. He's a traitor. And we're going to get into that with Bob and some other associated issues here. One of the things we'll be getting into is how Christians are soon moving into the crosshairs of this administration. They've already targeted some Christians. Wait, you've just seen the beginning. We really predict the church is going to go underground. So I highly recommend you stay with us. It's going to be an informative hour. Doug Thornton, Dave Hodges, Intel Report with Bob Griswold in just a moment. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Common Sense Show, and I want to thank you so much for staying with us. Uh, it's always really good to be with you, and uh, you can see we have the triumphant here today. Uh, we have Doug Thornton from American Vindicta, myself from the Common Sense Show. We formed the Doug and Dave Intel Report, and we have our good friend and uh, often uh, good source of information, uh, Bob Griswold and and believe me he has the background Live long
1: it's, and prosper
0: live long and prosper there you go I,
1: I had to do something <laughs> since Doug gave his,
0: his, his sign Sorry. well we covered we covered that on a previous show it was really it was really quite good but Doug that goes out today on my end you, you um, see
1: I did that really well
0: well you did yeah I know I, I know I right hear in, in honor of Leonard Nimoy right yes I think he was a good man but man as I found out in, in after death he was a consummate liberal. Oh. Um anyway uh we we are going to be talking about the discovery of the bio uh, weapons biolab in California and gentlemen I have information from one of my sources there are nine labs that have been discovered not one nine uh but even just one you know we just go on what we know there's a conspicuous absence of reporting on this at Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, and all the other worthless mainstream media outlets. It's just on our side of the fence that people are are finding out about this. So, Bob, let's start with you. Um, Can you recap your understanding of what was discovered in this lab, where it was at, uh, if you know how it was found, and uh, what they discovered, what it means for America?
1: Well, also, not only what was discovered, but when was it discovered? It was discovered back in April. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had April, May, June, July. Um, I, I know they needed a little time to dissect the lab, uh, not to <laughs> – sorry for the word. But um, this, dissect what was there and and make uh, uh, understanding of it. But as soon as you walked in there, they knew they had something that was not very wholesome on their hands. So they did not tell us for four months – uh, it it was strange that it came out the same time that Devin Archer's uh, testimony came out. Um, MSNBC actually did do a fairly decent piece on it, I found online. Um, so, it, it you know, it, it could be a distraction. But I agree with what you said, Dave. Um, this is the tip of the iceberg, because, again, this is why we write down intelligence. This is why we keep it. Um, you know, as a as a collection and not individual pieces, when we talked about the the aggregate is is greater than the sum of the parts. Um, and and that's what we're facing here, because we not only have that, but we also have the shipping containers that uh, were reported on about a year ago, a year and a half ago. And, and we, you and I did a couple programs on it, on the fact that they have mobile missile launchers and they're both, you know, non-nuclear and nuclear missile launching capability that are inside the united states so you know let's let's look at the big picture here we have thousands of chinese agents coming across the border um bringing fentanyl um you know it, it does beg the question where do they get all these pathogens from how do they get them in did they bring them in through uh you know uh, I, I talking to doug about this yesterday black passport that's a diplomatic passport they use diplomats to, to bring them in and then to disperse them uh, how did they get all those pathogens here? Cause some of them, uh, rubella, malaria, uh, yeah, definitely E. coli and, and the E. coli goes back to that cult. I think it was in the 1980s that wanted to win an election. I think it was in Washington state. I'm just calling way from way, way back now. Um, and so right before the election that was going to be held in that county, they wanted their man to win. So they went into a very popular restaurant, had a salad bar and sprayed it down with E. coli. Well, and at Election Day, um, everybody got sick. Their people didn't because they were told not to eat there. Uh, and so that threw an election. Was this uh, Democratic? Favor-
0: was this Democratic
2: oriented?
1: Yes. Yeah, it yeah, um, was.
2: The, it was the 1984 Raj Nishi bioterror attack.
1: Yeah. So, you know, and so everybody got sick. It, it's that easy to do. Um, e-, e. coli is not that hard to acquire. I mean, you can, uh, just below the surface of the ground, you know, you can, uh, get E. coli out of the ground. Um, you can get E. coli from several different places, but rubella, malaria, um, uh, pneumonia, uh, I, I, there, there, and others, uh, herpes. Um, so, th- th- you know, they, they were experimenting this on top of it. You know, they had those mice that were genetically modified now. That does take some level of sophistication to genetically alter alter a mice so that they could not only catch COVID but spread COVID. And they had uh, six, seven, hundred of the mice there, um, and all you had to do is let those little guys go. And I, I don't know; I'm not a doctor, but you know, how did the bubonic plague spread? uh The fleas that were on mice, and mice do carry fleas, mm-hmm. so you know they 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 get there and they spread those. Uh, they get the fleas, and the fleas go. Bite people is is COVID uh, contagious in that manner? I, I would suspect it is because it's bloodborne, and that's what fleas uh, do is is you know bite you and you know uh, spread blood. So um, we we have here a very very serious matter, and it, as you said, it does beg the question: how many of them are there in their country? I, I would suspect there's probably more than nine. I I'd suspect that they have pathogens spread throughout this country, probably in all major cities, have some type of. Equivalent program where that you, you would have uh, you know uh, pathogens that could make a population sick could neuter basically neuter a response. So if if you had an army going in or a, a take a force to take over a government, they they could use that to uh, incapacitate large amounts of people very quickly and go in there and uh, and do a um, a decapitation strike.
0: I agree with the decapitation as a first move. I agree. But I'll tell you what I've been thinking about, Bob, since we've made this discovery of these labs uh, in Europe. And this is circulating through their media, and we're hardly paying any attention to it at all. The uh, or, the disease organism is called uh, Crimean Congo, and that's a hell of a combination. I don't know why they put those two terms together, because they're on opposite continents. The Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever. We're talking Ebola, and we know smallpox can be an accelerant. And they're saying it's 10 to 40% uh, deadly. Uh, Bill Gates and other globalists have been saying something like this is coming. Uh, I think this could be the kill shot. It's more potent COVID because they know people aren't going to stay locked down or wear masks. So they need to bring something in a lot more virulent. And I think this is what we might be looking at. So did you hear anything at all about CCH, um, well, the chronic Excuse me. The um, <laughs> I'll get this right. Crimean-Congo hemorrhagic fever, CCHF is what they're calling it. Is there been any discovery with this? Um.
1: Uh, is that addressed to me? I- either I- one of you, yeah. Doug, you want to say anything?
2: Well, so this hemorrhagic fever also goes back to what Russia has been reporting to the United Nations over the last eight months. They've been bringing up all the, uh, the different, the 40 different bioweapons labs that the United States has and is, uh, practicing with. And just, uh, for FYI, they're practicing on the populace by paying the populace to actually come and receive these, uh, viral agents. And then the antibodies of it is, is, uh, then gained from them. And, and they're paid very, very little. And so I suspect that's where this is coming from. Um, but this hemorrhagic fever is ov- obviously something that you know has been foretold for at least a year or two. Um, the Crimean and Congo, I believe that the fever is coming from Crimea, which is being worked on by the U.S. and the Congo is part of that whole Ebola. Um, the it's a synthetic Ebola. And you know what's bad about that is that because it is synthetic and this lab-grown, they can easily replicate it. And also, it's patented as well. So that means most likely you could find a patent for it.
0: I got one thing to add into this real quick, Bob, and then I want to turn it over to you for a reaction. The research I did 10 years ago on Ebola when we've heard the first – it was almost 10 years ago, eight years ago during uh, one the first Central American mass migration – and Ebola popped up in our country in limited numbers, and I did research on it, and I have published this on my website. It's still there today. The CDC owns the patent for Ebola. Now, you can't own a patent on a virus unless you've modified it, weaponized it, in other words. That's one Change thing. Function. The other thing is, so there's financial motive for the CDC to profit on this because they'll have the royalties on all treatments and everything else. So they have financial motive to bring this in. Um, I believe if we look at this further, the uh, hemorrhagic is the deadly part of it. The uh, smallpox, I believe, is what will come out of Crimea, as the way Doug just described it. Because as I did research on this, uh, you know, back in 2014, 2015, what I found was they said that hemorrhagic fever, i.e. Ebola, is accelerated by the use of smallpox. And I think this is the combo that we might be seeing. Anyway, let me throw that out there for your guys' reaction. With Dave.com. That's waterwithdave.com. Save $80 for a short time.
2: Well,
1: uh, you know, first of all, Doug and Dave, I would recommend a book that everybody listening um, purchases and reads. This book here, I don't know if you can see it. It's called Germs, and it's written by Judith Miller. Um, she goes into a lot of this, especially the uh, blend of hemorrhagic disease. And smallpox, um, they they it, they call it a, a black pox because what happens is the victim. Um, that not only do you have the, all the symptoms of smallpox, but you start bleeding out. So you, all your capillaries and everything you know rupture, and by the time you die, uh, that blood has turned dark red or, or, or even black, and that's why they call it the black pox. It has a it has a kill rate of, of over ninety five percent. So true. it's almost one hundred percent fatal. Um, you know, and I want to, uh, De- uh Dave, excuse me. I-, I want to make a slight correction to what you said. Weaponize it. Let's use the term that is more applicable. And I think more Americans will understand they've done gain of function on it.
0: Um, you know, that's the, that's the current, uh, nomenclature. I agree. Yeah. So but, the, but, it, but it's, is it, what, do you do you agree it's weaponized though? Is it made into a weapon?
1: Yes, uh, and, and I'm I, I totally agree with this, the phrase you use, but I want to put that in contemporary context of what okay. we've seen um, other uh, doctors, you know, um, Dr. Frankenstein's do, Dr. Mangalo's do. They they took it and um, have you know weaponized it or de- done gain of function research on it, which I don't know if you've been following it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Ron Paul has now referred um, uh, Dr. Mangala Fauci. For criminal charges because he lied to Congress. I mean, they have him dead to rights is what, uh, Ron Paul said dead to rights that Dr. Fauci was doing gain of function on, um, on COVID to make it more, uh, virulent and, you know, all these diseases. And I again, going back to that book, gain of function, you need to read it. They also can put in these, um, in these diseases a, a biological switch that turns off your bodies. They know what the, the immune response is. So let's just say, you know, you, you're you injected with uh product A, product A, normal response for your body is item B. Well, they can put in that virus and a, a p- particle that turns off the B part so that your body no longer even has ability to fight it because that's been shut down for that specific disease. You know, Robert Kennedy, I think, you know, everybody made fun of him. But when he was talking about, you know, race specific uh, diseases,
0: there's nothing funny about that, Bob. That's no, right. No,
1: I know. I know. They were making fun of him um, or, or even calling him a racist, uh, you know, because he was stating a fact that they do have um, biological weapons that are target specific people groups. Uh, they do have biological weapons that that can shut your, your immune response down to the particular disease that they're trying to infect you with. Um, You know, and in some ways, you know, never let a good uh, crisis go to waste. They're going to use the people's uh, resistance to um, to covid. You know, I'm not going to wear a mask anymore. I'm not going to take any more vaccines. I'm not going to do this. Then when the real pathogen is released before people understand, when the government comes out and says you need to put a mask on, you need to get it vaccinated, everybody's going to go, hell no. And then. The very virulent one uh, contaminates a lot of people throughout the population, and then it spreads like wildfire.
0: Um, well, there's one other element to this too about enforcement. since you said, hell no, I won't do this. Uh, it's the treaty, illegal treaty that Biden signed without the two-thirds yes. approval of the Senate with the World Health Organization, where they basically take over martial law in this country, medical martial law. Well, uh, is simplistically put, but that's it's accurate what I'm saying.
1: The other thing we see, we saw that was synthesized during COVID, was artificial shutdowns. Remember, the essentials were the strip clubs, the bars, and the abortion clinics, but churches were not essential. Well, the the larger picture to that is infrastructure. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, when when you do have a population that gets very very sick, um, there won't be people uh, linemen to go fix, you know, power lines. Uh, they won't be able to manage the electricity, the water plants. All, all the infrastructure of the United States, it does, it takes a army of people to keep that running every single day. You know, men that climb down into the sewers underneath the city to keep it running. Um, those people get sick and not only, not only does one element of infrastructure get shut down, all elements of infrastructure are very strained at that point. And so you, then you would have a sickly population. With no electricity, no ability to communicate, uh, food problematic because if the electricity goes off, refrigeration goes down, uh, water, um, we don't know what would happen to it and, and so forth. The medical industry would be totally overwhelmed at that point. And, um, you know, it would give the government a perfect, perfect, uh, excuse to declare martial law. And once, you know, just keep this in mind. Once that the government declares martial law, they are never going to let that go. Um, national defense authorization act. You know, uh, th- 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 was a response to, um, you know, 9-11. They're going to never, ever, ever let that go. It's going to be in perpetuity. So once the government assumes a power like that, you know, uh, they they're, they'll assume it for the end of time. And, and, and that's what I think, don't think Americans understand. It, it'll sound good at the time. You know, we need to bring this thing under control. It's way this is a wildfire. We need to cut fire lines to 15 stop 15
0: days to flatten the curve, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, but
2: what, what they'll do is they'll bring out every country music star waving an American flag and the moms and the dads and and you know, don't kill grandma and the kids need their freedom and their future. <laughs> and what they do is they tug on the heartstrings, it becomes this big, huge psychological operation like twenty nineteen and you know, twenty twenty was forced
0: vaccination so we can all die of
2: myocarditis. Tough, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, it's, I, I, go ahead, Doug. Uh, it's, it's just one of many different avenues that they can take to strip Americans of freedom. And to also take our eyes off of the corruption from this government. Everything mm-hmm. that's being done right now is to hide the corruption, which is ludicrous. You can't hide Hunter Biden um, to, to take away from the overall arching corruption from this government that would prove that donald trump is actually the guy who should be president and also to make sure that donald trump never becomes president president. again and that means to stop our vote as well that's what all of this right now is currently about and that's why i think world war three along with civil war in america like what i've been saying for about three years dave by 2024 if we're not in world war three and civil war hadn't kicked off in america I'm going to be shocked. Well, no, we, I agree keep, with you. we keep inching closer and closer. You know, you,
0: you, Bob, you brought up a term called essential businesses in which the box stores, the huge campaign donators, you know, the four box stores stayed open and small businesses got destroyed. They shut down. Even though they provided the same service, it could have taken the same protocols, safety protocols if needed. But here, here's, here's something, I, I, Bob, I want to throw out for your consideration. As I've researched ESG, it answered a question for me. Why do, why is Bud Light, Disney, Target, uh, these wokesters, why are they willing to drive their business into economic desperation? And I'll tell you why. When CBDC gets in and social credit appears, and now the government has complete control over everyone's finances, these people are auditioning for the part to be the monopoly or one of the monopolies on the other side of CBDC. And so they're willing to take the hit now to go woke. To help with the installation and moving us into a communist, total communist society with extreme social credit, and this is why they're willing to go broke. And this explains a lot of it. So when the crisis hits and CBDC is in place, these we're looking at the corporations that will stay open, provide service, stay active, make money, and everybody else who's not on board with a high ESG rating, and this S is for the social, the cultural. Uh, they're not on board, they'll go out of business. What do you think about that, Bob?
1: Well, I, I think you're totally right. You can look at it in all aspects of human behavior. You, you look at the Republican Party. I mean, it has been infiltrated by hardcore Democrats who play neocon. Um, at the same time, mm-hmm. they're sabotaging the very party. So you can look at people pretending to be capitalists, people pretending to be Christians, people pretending to be whatever, but they're really there as agent saboteurs. I mean, there's so many of them in the Christian church today that yeah. all you have to do is look. <laughs> That every day some you know famous minister has not has been caught um dipping your wick <laughs> to put it politely in somewhere he shouldn 't have maybe a child or coming out and saying the bible 's not real well, these are people put in the system to bring down the system, and I would say the same thing true with capitalists they are people put in the capitalist system to bring down the capitalist system because free enterprise the ability for people to um, earn money and and make a living which has elevated you know capitalism has elevated more people without without any question whatsoever capitalism has elevated more people out of poverty than any other financial system mankind has ever known that's so why they, they want to do
0: away with it bob
1: they want absolutely want to do away with it, it you so know why you though let's talk about
0: let's talk about why if trapped. i have if i have a quarter and all of you have a quarter no one's rich if i have a quarter and none of you have anything but a nickel then i'm rich they don't want people to have a chance to be upwardly mobile. That means owning property, property uh, transmission to the next generation, a savings account, compound interest. They don't want any of that stuff.
1: Doug, uh, Dave, why do you think they make morons coming out of school? Um, why yeah. do you think they don't want educated people that understand history, that understand the sciences, that understand literature? They, they don't want those kind of people. Who do the who do the communists always kill first? The intellectuals. Mm-hmm. They, they go in and they kill the smart people. Because those people have the ability, oh, no, 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 no. I see past your scam here, buddy. And then you get, you know, a, you get Mozambique. Um, if you don't know, it, you know, two to the chest, one to the head. Or even if you're that lucky, you might just get one in the back of the head. Um, so th- you have to look at their modus operandi and the modus operandi is to get rid of the smart people. So we have schools that produce morons. Uh, and we have a financial system that is, that is not capitalist anymore, but the people who've infiltrated it now plan on bringing it down so that you have no more upward mobility money the ability to earn money has been has dro- drove more people to uh do inventions and 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 to lift themselves out of poverty i mean you know rush Limbaugh. i think he had just a high school education and he became a billionaire Um, and he did it through being upwardly mobile exploiting a financial system that benefited the product he had and when and when anybody um, and we see it happen. Anybody, a teenage kid can make a new software program, and all of a sudden he's a multimillionaire because he's upwardly mobile. So you've dumbed him down so they can't make those programs, and you've denied the financial system that allows them to exploit uh, their product to gain wealth. That's what we see going on. So what in the end, what do you create? You create a, a, a herd of s- slaves, a, a cattle, sheep, whatever you want to call it. You know, uh, Doug has far more cows than I do, but I have you know some. Um, I have three cows, so I've got a huge herd. Um, but I can go and corral those animals very quickly. I mean, and their aggregate is 3,000 pounds, maybe, you know, I'm, I'm 215 pounds. You know, they could, if they wanted to, they could easily run me over. But, you know, their mindset is that I'm a cow. I, if he has a little stick in his hand, he makes me go where he wants me to go. It doesn't take much prodding for a cow to be driven somewhere. Um, and, and that's what, that's how and what they look at us as sheep, cows, whatever, a herd animal that, that is exclusively there for their, uh, for their benefit. And what happens to those type of animals are sent to a butcher shop where in the end, the, uh, the, the people who are doing the herding, uh, get to consume them, eat them and enjoy them. So that, if you look at that, that paradigm right there, I would say that's exactly what they're doing to us. We're herd animals. They hurt us here, there, everywhere they want us to go. And when we're fat enough, um, then they send us to the slaughterhouse.
0: So. for the slaughter. Yeah. Um, by the way, with the World Health Organization taking over in the midst of a artificial or creative pandemic, uh, vaccinations will be mandatory. There'll be no health exemptions, nothing. You could be on your deathbed and you won't get medical care unless you take the vaccination. I've read nice. the World Health Organization plans I mean we're talking uh, we're talking martial law based on uh medical dictates doug do you well, remember, do you remember our, go. go ahead yeah do you remember our discussion about e f s um, um I think you were talking eighteen mm-hmm. um, and uh celeste Solomon and I talked about those provisions. They have camps they'll send you to. They go to great detail, HHS does, on uh, describing how they'll get people to camp. They have 17 federal agencies listed. Not one of them is a medical facility, guys. It's an extermination camp they'll be sending people to.
2: Yeah, it's all uh, babysitted by federal law enforcement. it yeah. doesn't make me nervous at all. I mean, even at one point in time. You know, my agency was used in it. I've been to multiple of these camps. Um, they, currently they only house illegal people, uh, people illegal, uh, uh, people not from this country who came here illegally. Um, and you know, and, and to throw into this big nasty meat pie, um, we're going to have soon processed meat. We are becoming more and more like Judge Dredd every day and it's scary. Um, you know, let's, let's bring up the draft because now with ukraine it's just nothing more than another proxy from america now that ukraine has
0: the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals from my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie uh, they have extremely extremely great products as you all know ladies and gentlemen right now go to mypillow.com backslash hodges use the coupon code hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities mypillow.com backslash hodges coupon code
2: hodges it struck russia again with another bomb uh, that was attached to a drone we see that uh, putin is becoming anxious and that he's starting to become a little unraveled by this and he sees that NATO is not backing down, not de escalating, not suing for peace. He's having to prepare for total war against his country. We know for a fact everything that's going on right now is about regime change and getting Putin out. So Putin understands this. They know Putin and his people know that they're gonna try and kill him, most likely from the inside first. And then if not, we'll do to him what we did to everybody else. Well, Come there with freedom and love, and kill your entire country. Um, I I think that
1: Doug, uh, Dave, we're bringing democracy is the term.
2: Oh, the democracy! Term. Right, right. <laughs> I think that what we what we're going to see is a very real chance of Russia having to do a preemptive strike on America. I called this the beginning of last year. Whenever uh, all this started with um, Russia invading into Ukraine, that eventually there's going to lead to an escalation where Putin is going to have his Russian military hit American social media and try to get us, the American people, to stop the Pentagon, Congress, and the White House from starting total World War III. He's going to make a plea to the people. This is my prediction. He's going to make a plea to the people, and it's not going to be listened to. It's the Our pleas won't be heard. These people will continue to push forth until all-out war is the only possibility, and Russia knows that. And once again, throw in your grid down, your EMP, your whatever situation. Um, this is where we talk about the preparedness issue and then bring up you know all the, uh, the bioweapons labs. Everything has been in place here in america for this coming time period specifically to take us out of the fight and not just to take us out of the fight to keep us out of the fight i think think? i think social media
0: will listen but you'll very quickly be branded as a russia phobe and uh they'll come after you for supporting an enemy they'll make it a treasonous offense if you support russia
2: there's a lot of guys who are still around from the cold war god bless them um, who believe that you know the current state of Russia is as evil as it was during you know World War II and excellent and, point and all that. And even if that is true, even if if you know Putin is still diabolical, even if you know the gulags are still housing millions of people and killing millions of people, um, what they do in their country is their problem because we sure as hell don't care about the gulags and the prison camps in China. You know, which I think is more of a threat to the world, the way China views the world than the way Russia does. And all I can say is currently it just appears that Russia is trying to survive financially and grow its empire, which that becomes a territorial, uh, local, regional problem, not an American problem. But we have made it into a regime change, and that's what – Obama wanted. That's what the CIA did for Obama. And we can't dig ourselves out of this trench anymore because apparently either Putin's not going along with the game plan and he's a threat to the game plan or this is one of the kingdoms versus kingdoms.
1: And and Doug, it's also assets. Russia has so many natural assets, timber, water, minerals, gas, you you name it, they have it. And Western companies want to go in there exploit yeah. it. Um, you know you, you, you can uh, Read the book Diary of an Economic Hitman uh, I, I highly Recommend that and, and that's what we've Done for the last fifty hundred Years is gone into these countries Promised them great wealth promised them Infrastructure development and all this Other things but at the end the nation is, is, Has been left in ruins The people exploited And you know we have um, You know just used their Natural resources well you know Russia has those natural resources and, and you know, greedy businessmen, globalists look at that and they want them. You know, uh, you know, we have to always ask the question, why? Why is this happening? You know, wherever you see the spirit of lawlessness in operation, you cannot have just government. Um, it's they're impossible to have together. Righteousness exalts a people, but sin is a reproach to any people is what the Bible, how the Bible puts it. You know, and we just see this spirit of lawlessness, which I think is the preamble to the, ro- the Antichrist. We see the spirit of lawlessness coming into power. And you have to know, you know, when that happens, again, quoting the Bible, when the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Um, we have to understand why this is happening, because the naysayers are out there saying, oh, it's the trio porn show, a, a fear porn show. Um, want to correct that a fear porn show. Um, Thank you, thank you. Yeah, (laughs) but but anyhow, so they're they're you know we're just spreading fear porn. But if you look at the Word of God, Deuteronomy 28. If you look at the prophecies concerning the end of the age. If you look at history, you know it's amazing how if you look at the Civil War. You know people say yo, you've always been preaching that. Well, the Civil War had about a twenty-year buildup to actual kinetic action from the mid uh, 1840s to the 1860s. You know it was free states versus slave states, and so you know when they were allowing new people in the Union, you had to keep that balance between free and slave states because if not, uh, then the thing exploded. Well, you look at red states, blue states today, and you could make a very, very strong argument the same thing's happening all over again but so we see a long time it took to build up to there was kinetic action in the in the Civil War you go to World War one, you know we had a um, you you had build up to it, but there was one specific action that kicked it off. And, and that was the killing of Archduke Ferdinand. Um, and that's sent the whole world into it. And, and again, with Hitler, there was a build up to it. I mean, he wrote his Mein Kampf. Um, and today we have our Mein Kampf. We have the World Economic Forum. They're what they're writing. Excuse me. Let me turn this off um we we see all all of that happening so you know why do i know what's going to happen first of all god's word says it's going to happen second of all i can look at so many historic parallels to what we see going on right now and say how did the how did all those end well the civil war ended with five hundred thousand people dead americans dead um the the uh you know the great war world war one ended with a what is it 10 million 20 million people dead and then um World War II ended up with 50, 60 million people dead. Then you had the Cold War, which um, you know th- millions of people died during the Cold War because we allowed Eastern Europe to be enslaved. They became prison camps. You you just look at what a totalitarian system d- does, and I, and I agree with d- Doug so strongly that Russia today is not Russia of the Soviet Union. They're two different countries. But y- you look at what happens when a totalitarian regime takes over. Name the country, North Korea. Uh, uh, Uganda, uh, Russia, China, y- y- you name it, North Korea. Like I said, North Korea, what happens? You have a lot of body bags. So w- when you're looking at the United States today and we see this totalitarian regime taking over, who are you to, to deny history and to say you're going to have a different outcome? It's like we're, we're going to try communism again, but this time we'll make it work. Well, you've had thousands of examples of it not working going all the way back to Jamestown, the original colony of America. It failed because it was a communist system. It wasn't only, it wasn't until they employed a capitalist system that Jamestown became a thriving community. But we see this happening and, and what the result is going to be the same. America will become a prison camp if these people get their way and millions will die. They say it. We need to kill 25, 30 million people, whatever, you know, 200 million people. They don't care. It means nothing to them. Your life means nothing. It makes the
0: Deagle report look prophetic,
2: doesn't it?
1: It absolutely does.
2: Yeah, and, you know, the Council of Foreign Relations is now saying that the Biden administration needs to call the first draft because that war is coming. And so let me ask you this, gentlemen, between the spindly armed, green-haired, nose-ring-wearing utes that we have out there, who gets drafted first? Is it going to be Antifa this is it going to be Black Lives Matter? They are very willing to go out into the streets and fight. They love talking about fighting. They're hyper-aggressive. Or are they going to go after the blue-collar man who has a strong back, strong arms, strong morals, has a typically a higher degree of self-worth and self-preservation? Or are they going to get the first group of sacrificial goats out there? Because I'm telling you, they'll pull from both crowds, but one will be more dominant than the other.
1: Well, Doug, I mean, you just just I challenge people today: if you go out, you go to Wally World or grocery store, or whatever. Do do a quick intel on the fitness of the people you see there. Go to the mall, go to a theme park. Just keep in mind how many of these people could, you know, carry a fifty. 60 pound pack um, in heat, carry a rifle um, and then, you know, march, you know, like an army would. How many of these people could do that? Look around and make that assessment. And and like I said, what you're going to see is um, a a lot of obese people. And I I don't mean this to criticize obese, because I think a lot of it has been planned, um, you know, with the introduction of all kinds of bad foods, seed oils, junk foods, all all of that. They, They call it junk food for a reason. Um, and so they've deliberately destroyed the, um, health of America. I remember John F. Kennedy, President's Physical Fitness Award. Yeah. I, I won that award. Um, you know, and, and so the, he, John F. Kennedy recognized that he wanted strong men and women in this country. And so he gave the, the schools an incentive to get that goal. Um, that we, we did have those strong men and women, but today the, the, the pool of people. That could actually go and fight and carry those packs and carry those guns through rugged terrain or whatever. I mean, it's extremely limited, uh, because most kids had, you know, taken a physical exercise out of schools. Uh, they sit around and play video games and eat junk food. And they're the last thing that they would be capable of doing is fighting a, a battle. Um, and that's pretty sad indictment of america so who will be drafted doug i think you're right they're going to pull up the people who have prior military experience and, and try to get them in first Reservists um, first
0: that, i think and then that group yeah. exactly reservists and then those groups um of, co- of course they'll pull the reservist up well i have a suggestion along those lines bob how about a precondition to stay in this country uh males of fighting age that are illegals they get to earn their way in the country by serving seven years
1: well, Hitler actually did that. He actually was very friendly with the Muslim community, and he had a lot of Muslims fighting for him. Oh, let's also keep in mind the number one group of people who fought for Hitler during World War II were Ukrainians. They had the largest were, contingency of people. They, they were actually the Ukrainians were guarding the the death camps.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, Treblinka. Um, yeah,
1: Sobibor. The- yes.
2: You know, and the Ukrainians also were the country that donated the most amount of troops to the Waffen-SS. There were 33 nations, 33 nations, who donated troops to the Waffen-SS. It wasn't just Germany who tried to take over the world. It was a Congress of uh, different countries joined and united together. And that we're going to face the same thing again. The problem is that um, we have let in. All of Russia and China and all the axis of the world, we've let in most of their troops. We let them in. Joe Biden let them in. Saboteurs. Uh, Obama let them in. Trump let them in. That's going to offend some people when I say Trump let them in. If you didn't close the border and you were in charge during that point in time, blame is on you. That's the way leadership works and it's a big sandwich that we all have to take a bite out of
0: that's why we got to conclude biden was a communist agent or is a communist agent absolutely with all of the chinese crossing the border and all the attention we've called we've called to it and he still does nothing to correct it he's an enemy agent he deserves to be treated as a traitor and suffer a traitor's fate.
2: hey you know that that goes right along with the pentagon the pentagon who uh who stood against donald trump for all the efforts that he was trying to do and you know what even if don't catch man's judgment on this god does not miss a beat so they will have to pay for these sins one day but we will have to pay for those sins sooner and this country is teeter-tottering bob and dave on becoming the next third world mecca because because of our lack of fine to stand up to these people that's like, right we can come on a podcast and we can bitch moan gripe and complain about this but if the american people didn't stand up together like schultz and to said, if we would have just came out of our basements with at least any type of weapon and fought back then at least we could say we gave it a try but instead when we do it we have a january 6th everyone wants to rah rah and wave your your MAGA flags you For you to understand the psychological warfare, you must understand that sometimes it's better to actually entice your enemy to grow in size and then keep them humble by doing these little psyops called January 6th. Because who the hell is going to do anything now since CNN moved against you, the Pentagon moved against you, the Department of Justice moved against you? And it's not like Congress can arrest anybody. It's not like Congress has ever drug anybody into the darkness with chains wrapped around them for breaking their oath to the Constitution and betraying the American people by targeting us. No. Instead, we all sit around and we go, damn, what can we do about this?
0: Well, Congress has a function, though. Doug and I, I talk about this almost every day. Cash I'm on an, I'm on an anti. Well, they can defund anything they want. They don't have to give money to Merrick Garland. They don't have to give money to the FBI. They can defund the war in Ukraine. They don't want to. They're all a bunch of whores, except for maybe a dozen of the people there. But they're all a bunch of prostitutes. They serve themselves. They go to the highest bidder. And this is why I've been preaching, if we get to an election in 2024, and that's a big if now, but if we have an election in 2024, I've been saying you defeat 99% of the Republicans in the primary and start with new people. We'd be better off getting three people like us, not experienced in politics, to serve because we wouldn't sell out our country. Amen. You know,
1: we talked about PSYOPs. I was watching the QAnon guy. What's his name? Uh, he's out of out of prison, you know, the horn guy. Um they were interviewing him. And, you know, one of the things he, he said, he goes, when I first got to prison, the blacks in the prison thought I was a racist. And as soon as he sat down and started talking to me, he goes after 20 minutes, he said the black people said, this guy ain't a racist. And, and you know, how America has bought this racist argument. It's, it's a, one of the greatest psyops people don't talk about. You know, we have to hate people because of their skin color mm-hmm. and and they keep breeding that back and forth it it w- listen folks i don't care what color you are um I mean, we have a, the republicans have a really excellent indian guy i think running for president i i, I like the guy um I, I don't agree you know i know you might get some resistance here but uh ted kennedy i mean ted kennedy robert kennedy junior i mean he is going after the pharmaceutical companies and going after um uh, the big war machine
0: but he's also uh, anti-Second Amendment, Bob.
1: He, he, well, he said he wouldn't go after the Second Amendment unless he presented a bill on his desk. I, I I heard him say that. But anyhow, be it as it may, um, you know, we have to get out of this paradigm that they pushed on us of racism. We need to shut that one down real quick because united we st- divided we fall. And they have done a very, very, very good job of dividing us um, as American citizens. Mm-hmm. We have common things. I have common things in with Robert K. C- jr now i I don't agree with all of what he says, but i for the, the big farmer needs to be shut down uh the war machine needs to be shut down um you know and and you know uh, again, even with my uh fellow American citizens that are uh, uh, black or Asian or, or whatever, we do have things in common, and we have to realize that yes, we might be enemies, but our greater enemy is in washington d c and and make sure that ends because that's how we topple these people and get them out of power. Um, they're destructive to every people group. It's just not, you know, blacks or whites or Chinese or Asians or Mexicans, you know, whatever. It's not, they're toxic to every human being on the planet. They do not mind killing billions of people. They state they want to do it. Billions, not millions, yeah. billions of people. They want to kill us. And they don't care if you're black or white or Asian or Hispanic.
0: They want to kill you. Let's get to the fundamental question here. we got about four minutes left, and I wanted to ask both of you, what's the prescription for correction? I I see anti-incumbency, but I also realize there's limitations there, big limitations. Do you guys have any thoughts on what the average American watching this broadcast can do?
2: Personally, I I think the best thing you can do is just worry about yourself. Personal, in good shape make sure personal
0: preparation train preparation, yep. right okay. you're
2: not you're not going to change what's going to happen in this country no one is going to go and arrest all of congress nobody is going to go and make this all better they're going to deny anything of donald trump trying to win an election hell they just endowed him a third time now look i'm i'm not negative nancy over here this is just facts we're all grown-ups here let's let's look at Agreement. this as, as grown-ups
0: Bob, how do you answer that question? I'm sorry, the whole
2: deck is stacked against us.
0: I agree, it is. Um, We're running out of options very quickly. Bob, uh, quickly tell us what we can do as American citizens to at least try to say. I
1: I totally agree with Doug. Um, This is a this is we're circling the drain, and there is no pulling it back at at this point. Uh, We have been compromised in every field. You have to arrest half of America. To get, to get it correct, maybe not half, but you'd have to arrest a lot, a lot of people. And those are the people that hold the very powers of arrest. Um, you know. And just a side point, more and more police departments are allowing non-Americans to, yeah. to join the police forces. They might not even speak your language. They don't have a cultural understanding of America. They don't understand the Bill of Rights. So it, it shows you what they're doing. It, it, it's basically, you know, uh, again, a repeat of history. But um, I, I totally agree with uh, Doug, and I don't want to appear to be self-serving since I have a business that does that. But you need, first of all, get your heart right with the Lord Jesus Christ. Stand Psalm 91. You know, uh, Doug, uh, you read Psalm 51 the other day, David's prayer of contrition after he committed sin. Um, we, we need to be there and then, you know, surround yourself with good men and women of God. That's what, uh, Jamie Walden's warrior conference did. My son came back and I asked him what his most favorite thing was from that. He goes, Dad, it was the fellowship, the Christian fellowship from real men, not girly boy, green haired people, but real men. And then, you know, the physical preparation, if they're trying to steal your food, there's a reason why you might want to think about food. If they're trying to shut down water, electricity, fuel, uh, energy, you might want to think about acquiring some means to produce those things, you know, from from gardening to storing food, from a little solar panel to big solar system, you know, earth medicines versus natural, uh, you know, th- their medicines. There, there's, a, there's an alternate to everything that they're pushing down your throat homeschool versus public school yeah these are all the things that americans need to be doing right now uh get your kids out of those hell holes homeschool them you know so that's what we do you know i i love what uh, doug said are you an asset or a liability i didn't say i don't think he said it on this program but he says it frequently are you an asset or a liability well if you're sitting around the tv set even complaining, and you got your guns, and you have all this, but you don't ever do anything, you're a liability. Mm
0: -hmm. I agree. You
1: have to engage. You have to engage right now. An army that doesn't engage its enemy is worthless.
0: In the minute we have left or so, Bob, tell people how they can get a hold of you, because I know you like to help people with their preparation.
1: Well, they can call Ready-Made Resources and speak to me, um, 800-627-3809. Um, also want to mention that doug in october he has another uh active shooter course this could be a little more advanced uh seer training will be involved medical training will be involved <laughs> that's going to be in october uh
2: what what's the dates doug six seven and eight
1: you need to come to this an army that doesn't train an army that doesn't engage its its enemy is worthless if you're not training you, you i hate to say it but you're going to be worthless you need to train now it doesn't matter if you're training in how to garden how to educate okay. how to how to do anything you need to be training some
0: form or fashion right now and bob hold on just a second here because I, I want to get this out real quickly then we got to close um where's the training at and how do people register well they can go to readymaderesources.com
1: my website at the very top of the page there's a there's a little icon that you can click take a training course just click okay. that sign up for it the class is limited All right uh, we don't we and don't want a huge class
2: doug how do people listen to your show American Vindicta show at radio dot net six seven p m eastern time frame. Also on YouTube and Rumble and a few other places. American Vindicta show dot com. If you have any questions about anything that we've talked about, you can hit me up on my email American Vindicta show at gmail dot com. Yeah, with our bio lab discussion, this won't be on YouTube.
0: <laughs> and that kind of is a sad commentary, isn't it? Gentlemen, I appreciate your candor, uh, and I do agree with you. We are at the train, prep and pray stage. We can try for political reform because God might get a hold of a movement, work a miracle. And I think we need to still, still stay active in that. But the reality is, it says that we need to be preparing for individual survival. I totally agree with you. Gentlemen, thank you for coming on today. This has been, uh, Doug Thornton, uh, my broadcast partner of American Vindicta. I'm Dave Hodges of the Common Sense Show, together with the Doug and Dave Intel Report, and our guest has been